0: podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can tell you, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh. this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything Pro Wrestling, if can never be you Listen to the podcast here for the people The best show that's here, so listen in Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the
1: lesson, yes. Yo, yo, what is good, everybody, this is
0: your man monty and Scott Mr. Move Like a Beat for the night, the titan, theme saltmaker podcast host And you are listening to Everything Pro Wrestling, salute
2: Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. Joining me tonight, my man Derek Shelton. What's up, co- what's up? Co-host of AEW Dynamite, usually when we do the reviews. Um, we're goes, bro didn't mean to cut you off on that one. You're fine, I'm not <laughs> worried about it. Listen, we're going to review AEW Dynamite top to bottom. We had a different show. It's kind of the fallout from Double or Nothing. So we're going to go through everything, what's happening next week, what happened this week. You guys are going to be amazed by some of the stuff we're going to tell you and kind of give some thoughts, too, on things that we see happening uh, with AEW. Also, do me a favor, guys. If you are in the YouTube live chat, make sure you hit that like button for me. We do this every Wednesday. Show some love and appreciation uh, I appreciate you guys showing up every week for this and with that being said I have the announcement tonight of Being able to say that I'm an official YouTube partner reach the watch hours. That was needed um, Definitely a good thing so very happy with that Worked hard for that. I think you know so without you guys none of that would have happened And I'm just double-checking right now to make sure that my chat is not frozen because I don't see anything popping up at the moment. Uh, and we're going to give the shout-outs to everybody who is in the house uh, momentarily as we set this up. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Things are just popping up slower. <laughs> you sick. I know you thought of Kevin tonight in that final segment, man. Uh, thank you, sick. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Uh, Feels good, though, to finally get it. Just so you guys know, Derek will be a little more censored just because, you know, we need the bread. But you guys are more than welcome to give a super chat if you feel like. You guys can um, do whatever. Do whatever you feel. If somebody subscribes to the channel, uh, I believe everything should still pop up. I just changed uh, some of the screens and everything else for it. So if you guys like it, you enjoy it, let me know. With that being said, let's talk AEW Dynamite. Let's give let's get to our shout-outs real quick for who is in the house. Uh, right now, we have my man, Original Biggie, OB1. Uh, B-Boy Skyline, starting that Join the Derek Order. I don't know why I put up with this.
1: Mask in the ambience.
2: My man, Six, in the house, one of the mods. Uh, I see you're in the chat. <laughs> uh, we also got Rob in the house. <laughs> Sit with the Tims. Uh thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. Saying you deserve it. Truly the Ace. What's up, Conrad and Derek? What's going on, Ace? Good to have you in here, Jay. Uh Little Fett said thoughts on the new T N T title. Do we want to start with that, Derek? Oh yeah, Go I, ahead. I I'll give that to you.
1: That. Um honestly, I like it. Um When when we when they were uh when they announced the the T N T title well not announced it, but when they when they previewed it um, you could tell that it was unfinished. It still is, and with everything going on right now, it's gonna take some time because it, that, obviously you can see that a lot of work has to be put into that. So, for those who are not happy with the title, give it some time. It's
2: going to look way better than it does right now. I'm, I'm going to insert on this. So I listened to the media scrum after the pay-per-view events. I always watch those because you get little tidbits of information of what's going on. And in it, um, Cody Rhodes said that he wanted to keep the original title because that was the title that was handed to him. Um, so we're going to see if he gets that because supposedly this week we could have saw the new TNT one, but maybe it wasn't ready yet still. Mm. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But I'm sure a new title design will be coming out eventually the way that they are. Uh, Plan to have it come out. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, give a shout out to my man Chris Dezuba in the house, representing the Derek order. What is this shit, guys? What are you doing? <laughs> um let's see here. Sick definitely said he was thinking of Kev. Uh hey, Zeus Delion said this was top five best AEW show. Hey Zeus, giving big praise. Okay. All right. What's going on, Rockstar? Good to have you in here, brother. And Eric Brennan just joined us. What's happening, Eric?
1: Good Do to have ha- you
2: in here. What's up, you rap? Yeah, man. Uh, let's talk AW Dynamite, though, bro. All right, let's get into it. Um, we start off backstage. Inner Circle seems pretty upset that they lost. At, they lost the big match, man. The Stadium Stampede. They are not happy with the results of Double or Nothing. We were because good show. An excellent show. Check that out in the archives if you guys haven't seen that yet. But. It was a fun show, and these guys are upset. I like it. I like when people are upset at losing a match. That's how you're supposed to do this. Yeah, it, it basically sparks more heat, quote
1: unquote, mm-hmm. um, that you that that they would need to have the inner circle have
2: against the elite to even the playing field. Is it over this feud between the elite and? I don't think so. Inner circle. Do you think it's something they could just go back to, or you think they're going to distance themselves from it now? I, I think I think they're gonna. I think they're going to
1: do both. I think they're going to go back to it, but right now I feel like they're going to distance themselves a little bit because, I, well, for one, you had Orange Cassidy, kind of like strolling through their their segment, and that stopped the whole segment. He spoiled a little bit ahead, but yeah, that's right. Oh. That did happen. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, it. I, I think they will address it. I think it just it'll take a little bit of time, not like right away. I think it, I think this goes back to um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um,
2: well, let's just say a well thought out plan, a methodical plan. There okay, go. there we go. Connor, what's going on, brother? Uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Live chat, do you think that they keep this inner circle elite thing going? Is this something they could go back to? I want to hear what you guys think of this. Um, but for now, let's get into the. Before we get into the first match, we did get a little mini backstage segment with Hangman Page, Omega, the Bucks, and Matt Hardy. Uh, obviously, in all of this, Hangman Page said, I'm going back to my room to go drink. Kenny says, I'll join you. He had milk on the rocks, I guess. Maybe with some ice cubes in it. I don't know what he was doing, but he said, I'm going back with you. And, uh, that left the Hardys, or excuse me, Matt Hardy with the Young Bucks. And they said, Matt, can you be, like, a different character tonight? And Matt Hardy kept walking off camera and coming back as different versions of himself. He ended up settling on the version of himself after he turned on Jeff Hardy that wore the, uh, like, you know, the pink with the key on the side. So, we got that version of Matt Hardy. Different, but it was pretty cool to see him in the different attire. I like Matt in this role, like, where he just jumps into, uh, Everything. oh yeah you know what it's it's definitely different um, I
1: like how they keep transitioning from like hey I'm gonna be Damascus oh well we don't really need Damascus right now we need possibly Matt Hardy or version one you know so I, I like how they're transitioning making it more than one character
2: let me see here I'm sorry I'm trying to keep up with what the chat was saying actually I'm gonna just bust out the phone real quick for it uh, Uh, let's see here Eric Brennan said AEW is what pro wrestling should be fast paced great storylines and unpredictability I wonder who said that back in the 90's hmm some Nitro guy maybe hey yeah, gotta remember what happened to Nitro in the end too gotta be careful with how you uh, do things now Connor said uh, did you guys see that New Japan may start doing empty arena shows in June I did see that we'll have to wait and see what is the word with New Japan pro wrestling um truly the A said no it's over six says he's not tired of seeing the inner circle jesus said yes they have to go for that war games match um and casey's bringing up the few that we're going to talk about at the end and rob said do we still get the match beyond as a question hmm. i don't know bro what do you think Uh, I think so. I think that they can come back to this if they need to for those big shows. Once they start getting crowds again, I just don't know when that's going to be, guys. It's a wait-and-see process right now, so I would hold off, and we'll see once we get crowds. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, let me just finish out with the chat saying, then we'll get to the first match, I promise. Uh, Rockstar said, AEW, try hard to remaster Stone Cold and Tyson segment. We'll get into that later. Um... Jesus answered, Rob. Eric Brennan said, Matt's character is fresh and funny. He's doing well. Chris Dezuba says he does not like all these factions. They have too many. Mm, I don't think they have a lot of factions. I think that a, there's a lot of six-man teams, three-man teams. I think, But they all came from New Japan, and New Japan's had factions for years right now. Yeah. And their groups don't really break up. They just move people out or kick people out, and then they go somewhere else. Right, yeah. So, uh, Are you okay with it? I'm
1: okay with it because, you know, we grew up watching the
2: Factions. Well, yeah, you're an Attitude Era fan, so you knew about the brood, the ministry. So uh, so for me, Factions are
1: important to me. Is it a a make or break? No, but it's still important to me because I like to see Factions because I feel like that's part of it.
2: Derek was a big fan of the Union. So, uh, (laughs) Union. Remember that? If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It only lasted for like two weeks. Anyway, to the uh, first match, we had Joey Janela and Private Party taking on Matt Hardy and the Young Bucks. Uh, This was a a different kind of match. I thought they were going to make Matt Hardy dress up like one of the Young Bucks, like they usually get someone else to do. They did it with Kevin Owens, uh, Dustin Rhodes, but Matt Hardy still stayed himself in this. and I think it's cool because Jim Ross brought up there's a lot of parody between the Young Bucks and the Hardy Boys. I think everybody sees it with their old, like, design of their trunks and tights and everything. They remind me of the Hardy Boys before they got the push when yeah. they were with Michael Hayes. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to uh, see them just tag up with Matt Hardy anytime. Yeah. I mean, honestly,
1: if, if you really think about it, the the last attire that Matt came out with, to me, it was it seemed like it was kind of reminiscent of the Young Bucks attire now. I mean, like, it they didn't have the... Um, what do you want to call them streamers mm-hmm. i guess on the on the boots. tassels tassels there you go they didn't have the tassels on the boots but he, he came out with a headband kind of so i mean it, it to me it kind of represented the young bucks a little bit not to not to a huge extent but that's just me and my own world
2: eric brennan uh is talking about six-man division with tag titles uh, I don't want to see tag titles or a six-man division. At first, I thought that was going to be the belt they gave us. I'm happy that we got the TNT championship instead. I feel another singles title was needed more. I think six-man titles muddy the waters too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of them in New Japan or Ring of Honor. I don't know who the champions are half the time because they're always busy doing something else, and I feel like an injury happens, which is more likely to occur to a six-man tag team than a two-man tag team. So, I don't like six-man tag titles. That's just my personal opinion. It's too, it's too much for me. It, it's too many people wrestling for a title. It's
1: like, ah. Then you have too many You have too many titles on top of that. You got the heavyweight, the TNT, the tag teams, and the women.
2: That's when you're getting to the point of, yeah, this, is, this may be too much yeah. or a slowdown on everybody having a belt. So, yeah. yeah, I think we're good where we are right now. I mean, if, if you do a six, you know, a... Uh, uh,
1: not six man but if you do like a another title another title i would i would go for another singles title not not another tag title we'll but, have to see because
2: i don't think any division needs one though honestly like i would just i, I, I it.
1: think i think it's i think it's pretty well set as to we we pretty much kind of know who's a heavyweight contender who's the tnt contender who's the tag team contender and obviously who's the women
2: i think I'm just answering Eric's question. He said, "Do you see one more title belt? Do we have enough? We have enough, in my opinion. I think we have enough. I think we have enough because that muddies the waters again, like you said. So it's too much. All right, let's get back into this tag, uh, six-man tag match. Matt Hardy at one point hits a moonsault in the match. Lined everybody up. Those toes, man. Those those toes were straight. <laughs> On the moonsault, Matt. Yeah. Listen, Matt knows how to do his moves, man. I'm just hoping he ain't break a toe, though, bro. Just he, like Cody. Nah, Cody got off the top of a cage—that was his problem. Cody lands hard too, though. He's got like that Kurt Angle-like moonsault. I don't know what to call. It. Like they get that hang time, then they just crash on you. Yeah. It is, uh, Matt like, Hardy hits wait. it. <laughs> Matt Hardy hits it like the traditional moonsault. Like, okay, you're gonna That's be true. fine. That's true. Yeah. Um. Now we get into this. Uh, at one point in the match, they did some like dives to the floor and everything else, and. They did the the flippy-doo-doo-rah, and this is where Mark Quinn from Private Party gets hurt. He does a flip over the top rope, and he ends up kind of landing awkwardly on his, like, right leg, lower half with his knee. He looked hurt really bad. There was some whispering going on. And I like the fact that they played off of Isaiah Cassidy being concerned for him because yeah. that's his tag partner. And he's like, yo, how are we going to do the gin and juice? How are we going to set this up? And That's actually what cost them the match because it turned into kind of a handicap match as the announcer said and They did all of that And they wind up trying to go for the gin and juice it gets reversed Matt Hardy hits that elbow off the second rope The young bucks hit more bang for your buck one two three Isaiah Cassidy eats the pen Mark Quinn is down Um, I hope he's okay. We don't need another injury right now to this company. There's a couple people hurt and we don't need any more people getting hurt, in my opinion. So
1: Yeah, um, too too many. So, hopefully, it's not a uh, it's not a huge injury. Hopefully, it's something that he can bounce back in, in due time. But um, a major injury is something that we
2: don't need right now. Casey, you know, with the proper training and time, I think I could hit a moonsault. I think I could. Uh, my boy, Brian Williams, who did a lot of those podcasts with me uh, for the past few weeks when we first had the pandemic. Brian's actually hit a moonsault, and he's the guy who just captures the motions for everybody doing it. When he was doing it for WWE games, Not he cool. said, "I remember he took a video of himself. He's like hitting the moonsault on the crash pad." I was like, "Okay, Brian, <laughs> all right." So you never know. Yeah. Might might be able might be able to do one. Vader could do one, you know. I, I could try. Hey, space and opportunity is all you need. <laughs> space and opportunity. I see myself landing really hard. They're like, "Oh, knock the wind out of myself." <laughs> My fat ass is down. Um yeah yeah Jesus, said I hope everything's okay with him yeah I, I do too I think private party I was saying we were saying a lot of good things about private party while watching this, and I just feel bad man hopefully nobody's out man cause that would suck it would i hopefully it's just
1: a a very bad sprain right now or just like uh he, he, he looked like he couldn't it. put any weight on it like yeah. he was hobbling yeah uh hopefully it's
2: it it's just a bad sprained or got jammed or something like that. Now I know Casey in the chat had to be marking out uh, CJ. If you hit a moon I will donate. Put a price. Yeah. Uh, so when we look at this, we end up seeing a butcher and blade attack. I know Casey was happy they come in. They were wearing all white gear. You know what? I I, I have to say
1: I like the the white gear. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. I don't. I don't know. They're just different cats. Because I mean, if you think about it, you know. A butcher. Pretty much is in in the shop, and he's pretty much wearing all white. And technically, the, I mean that that's what a butcher shop is, you know. You got the white apron, so to me it fits. I like it. I mean, I like the black, but I like the I
2: like the all white though. They, they, they came in with some different attire, and they're just different-looking cats anyway. But they start beating down the Young Bucks. And I was like, oh, we're getting the Butcher and Blade versus the Young Bucks. But then all of a sudden, we hear a car coming up. A dusty, beat-up, karate kid-looking pickup truck. Who comes out but FTR? Oh, no, it's formerly one. known as The Revival. <laughs> Fear the Revolt. F the revival, I don't know what you want to say, but these guys come out, uh, formerly known as Dash and Dawson, now they are uh, what is it? Uh, I didn't catch D- the name. Dax Harwood and I can't think of uh, the other name. It's something. Oh, and Cash Wheeler. I, I remember it's I, something I, goofy. I, I actually like those names better. Yeah, you know, but Cash, come on, Cash Wheeler. <laughs> like you know, but I enjoy it for what it is with them. Uh, a lot of people were happy, like everybody on social media. Everything pro wrestling page, lots of notifications for that. I was getting private messages from people. Um, yeah, man, it was good to have them in there. What do you think of this? I, I think that that was that
1: was nice to see because that that basically got us off our butts as soon as we saw them. It was like, oh, oh, okay, we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we knew exactly what what was happening once we saw them. So I, I I was ecstatic for it.
2: I love it. So I'm I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Casey said as pumped as I am for this, uh, I want Butcher and Blade to get a major program. And and this came off very awkwardly too, uh, when they came out. So they Butcher and Blade continue the beat down and then all of a sudden it looks like FTR is what they were calling them. Looks like they were going to join in. Right. They don't. They end up fighting off Butcher and Blade and then, you know, kind of looking at the young bucks. You think there might be a shake of the hands. And then they turn their backs on them. I don't know what this good guy, what's happening feeling is going on here. But, okay. Interesting. Uh,
1: I, I say uh, it's it's all all a setup. You know, just, uh, we're... You know we're gonna make you think that um, we got. You know we're on good terms, but when the time comes, we got you. When your guard is down. So right. I I think I think that's what's gonna happen.
2: All right, Chris the Zubas. I don't care what you call them. I'm so happy that they will be used correctly. Yes. Got to see it first. I think they will be. Me too. Me too. Uh, hopefully, they, I want to see them work in other companies too. I don't know if that was part of their deal, but I think that would be something really cool just to see them pop up in different places, whether it be New Japan, NWA. I think they would just fit in a, a few other places in my opinion. They would. they would. Uh, King says, FTR want to beat up the Bucks by themselves with no help from anyone else. Could be where they're going with this. Yeah. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. PR, I see you in here, man. I'm just ignoring it. I'm just ignoring it. I saw what you wrote. We're ignoring it. I ignore what Chris said, too, about me not being able to do a moonsaw. You'd be surprised how athletic I am, Chris. See you on that basketball court getting bullied in the paint. (laughs) Anywho. uh, (laughs) They don't know, right, D? Nah. You don't know about that. Insider on that one. That's an insider. Yeah. So... When you look at this this idea of the revival, I think AEW has to have the best tag division. I don't think there's anybody that can rival this tag division now. No. Um there's so much talent that I feel like like Casey said he's worried about Butcher and Blade getting a push. The absolute like terrible thing about this is Butcher and Blade are like a lower tier tag team in this division and someone's got to be those guys at points and i think everybody will get a turn but but i but you know what even though even though they might be
1: lower tier they still put on good matches so there's there are weak points but there are weak points that are not weak if that makes any makes any sense right like they that's that's the weakest spot that you can you can have right now but they can still
2: perform like they should. Uh, Jesus said they've been having the best tag team division, but now it's not even close. They did. They took. They took the uh, the leap ahead of everybody here. I don't know. They're like the Chicago Bulls right now, in my opinion. Honestly, I would say your your top
1: three tag teams. Um, what? AEW? Yeah, Lucha Bros, Young Bucks, and even Private Party. Mm, you're putting private party over FTR now? Well, I mean, like, uh, uh, like before they came oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying, like, before they came in. All right, you got to
2: speci- oh, yeah. speci- Specificity. Yeah, specifications. Word of the day. Um, let's see here. Casey, Western New York represent tonight, Butcher and Blade. Uh, yeah, I'll get to that, too, Casey. I noticed him there, too. Uh, the Bunny lives in Buffalo. The Bunny's from Canada, though, technically, to be fair, Jordan. To be fair. Yes. Um, John Moxley comes out. He's on commentary now for the next match, and he joins the team. Uh, I like Moxley's uh, selling the beatdown from Brody Lee. He puts over kind of like everything that happened in the match. And like I said, I, th- I thought Moxley did a good job making like Brody Lee seem like he was a tough guy. He said he hurts to sit on the couch, it's tough for him to sit down. Uh, made some jokes with JR about different things, and he's on commentary here to watch Cage because Cage is going to challenge him for the title at Fighter Fest. Right. Um, Cage who won the AW Double or Nothing Casino Ladder Match he got the poker chip so he Earned himself a title shot but he's with Taz Cage ends up Facing Lee Johnson this one What's up with Lee Johnson getting (laughs) What squashed like this Yeah Lee Johnson getting dogged man (laughs) He got Dogged Bad in this match Uh, Brian cage destroys he wins with the drill claw, which is the Steiner screwdriver if you guys have never seen it It is a suplex to where imagine he's holding you up But the back is facing you drops down into a driver. It looks brutal. I love that move It's been a move that's been considered dangerous across many companies and the drill claw cage hits it This dude is a monster. He can do flips uh, like a cruiserweight, but at the same time he is a I still don't believe this man is a cruiserweight, dude. He used to be a cruiserweight, bro. I, if none of you know this, Google Brian Cage in FCW. He was a cruiserweight at one point. You won't even believe it's him when you see it. If you know yeah, that, who he that's is. That's right. That's right. I, when when he showed me, I'm like, that is not Brian Cage. Someone said, it is Cage's wife going to AEW as well? I haven't heard anything about Melissa Santos going to AEW. He's been married, uh, married to Melissa Santos? Yeah, from... Well, Lucha Underground, I don't know if you know her from there from I doubt Impact, knowing you. Yeah. So yeah. She, she's married to her though. Um, now afterwards, Taz cuts a pretty good promo on Moxley. Um Taz still has what it takes to talk on the microphone. And I thought he did a really good job just conveying like this man's a machine, and Taz even busted out his old uh I wrote down the phrase here so I don't mess this up. Uh Beat him if you can, and survive if he lets you. Yeah, and when Taz used to hit that in ECW, that just sent like shockwaves through anybody who was watching. So I thought that was just some good stuff right there. Yeah, and, and you know what he showed he showed a lot of aggression in
1: his delivery when talking to Moxley, so that that makes it ten times more believable mm-hmm. when you don't sell that as the uh, the manager then it's hard to believe, like, Paul Heyman does an excellent job of doing that. If you don't have a manager that sells for you and you haven't done anything, I mean, like, not to say that you haven't done anything, but you haven't done anything. <laughs> My
2: question is, is Taz going to be taking bumps? <laughs> because I think Taz is hurt, too, though. He might he might still be able to do things, though. He did have a couple matches towards the end of his career in uh, yeah. WWE. I would say he would take a bump. Nothing too big, though. yeah. Maybe. I can see it now. Well, I can just, see just it. Just
1: your traditional, like, uh, I get in your face, I talk my junk, I push you, you push me
2: back. I li- I like that Taz came out with the orange towel, too, just holding yes. it there for him. This this is a nice combo, I think. Re- remnants of the
1: uh, Taz, the the late Taz that we know.
2: Yeah, when he was in uh, WWE? Yes. Yeah. Taz did good in this, so I'm not mad at him. It's weird to have him on commentary though for Dark, and then he he's doing this at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, where am I? Sick said I gotta ask this again. I feel it's an important question. What's up with AEW and not giving rematches for titles? Oh yes, I saw that you wrote that. Sick. I'm sorry I missed that before. Uh, have you even done one title rematch yet? Bucks versus Kenny and Hangman was the only one. And technically, the Bucks earned the rematch. So it seems like once you lose, they want you to earn the spot back again. You're not just going to get it. Right, yeah. Whereas, you know, some some other people feel like, well, you know, they have that uh, I want my rematch clause. Uh, which sometimes it happens far too often, and you're getting a match that you know the outcome of. Yes. So I think AEW's trying to avoid that. But okay it's what it is mm-hmm. i'm not mad at it sig do you think they need rematches I'll put that to you in the chat here so i can see that uh chris Zuba said taz put over cage not like uh jake making it about himself Ooh, i disagree with that i thought jake did a good job putting lance over lance was a believable uh monster
1: yeah yeah i i, I agree i think i think jake um definitely put um not put he definitely delivered the way he needed to with uh lance archer so I appreciate it, you know. I, I still think he's
2: doing what he what he normally does, which is done very well. Jesus said, SEU got a rematch." Uh, King said, "I think the no rematch thing is to create new matches. They don't want uh, people to fall into a rut, but people who work together more get better in the ring." Yeah, it's kind of a a, a yin and a yang to that. Yeah. He... Casey said, <laughs> Casey said, Taz could take a DDT from Mox because he doesn't have a neck to injure not appropriate sir. Leave Taz alone. Uh Rio, where is she? I think Rio's been wrestling back across uh the sea. I haven't seen Rio in a while. Maybe she's stuck in Japan? I'm not sure what her situation is at the moment. Um she may be still stuck. Did Rio get a rematch? I don't think Rio did. Uh Jesus. No, Rio 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 did not get a rematch. Rio Uh, Let's see here Too much drama this week Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on, Broken Uh, Jericho probably waiting for when the fans return to get a rematch I think he's just been waiting, honestly, in the fold Uh, He said, yes, title rematches help cultivate feuds And add some more kick to it It depends, Sig I'm 50-50 on that because In other companies, not going to name names They've been done to death And I don't want to see sometimes the match after it happens again I'm like Alright, you've got a large enough roster. Something fresh. Yeah. So, I don't mind it not happening. I think think in AEW, if you earn it, cool. But if not, yeah, don't do it. No. Uh, Six, that bet Taz could do a moonsault. Nah, me and Taz both might be struggling to do that bad boy. Uh, Taz might be struggling a lot. Britt Baker. Let's talk about a role model. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She comes out with Rebel... Even though she calls her Reba, the disrespect is real. Rebel is a knockout from uh, Impact Wrestling or TNA Wrestling when they had that going on. Uh, she's actually a pretty good wrestler, so I'm interested to see if they let her get in the ring eventually. I think they will. Um,
1: all in due time, there there has to be a reason. I think I think the first match will definitely be her and Britt, we could, just because of the way Britt's been treating her, so... Right, it's, it's going to be one of those situations where I've had enough I'm
2: challenging you And we're going to go at it We've got rule number three here And it says don't hurt the role model Tony Schiavone handed her one of these Pointer sticks from Catholic school I don't know what the hell this was <laughs> Uh, She, she points it At the uh, the chart And says that her knee her, What was it excuse me Was it a knee injury or did she say it was her tibia at one the Tibia
1: point? tibia.
2: Okay, so her tibia gets hurt and she says it's a conspiracy, and she has all these things to prove who was involved in it. She said every time she's been hurt, Aubrey Edwards has been in the ring. Or somewhere. Somewhere around. <laughs> Nyla Rose. She said she blamed Nyla for being in on this. Yep, basically saying she was she has seen her perform
1: great moonsaults and to that day it wasn't that it wasn't great at all. So it <laughs> Conspiracy,
2: blame Sheeta,
1: the new women's champ, because she has a weapon and because she broke her nose.
2: I like this. Keep going with this, Chris Statlander, because she's an alien, <laughs> and it's a you. I think you can say that. I think we're all right. It's it's a crack of shit. She's a crack of shit. Yeah. So it's what it is, man. Uh, blame Sheeta for breaking the nose. This was this was just wild, man. How they how they put this over? Yeah, she did really good. And the interesting part was at the end on her uh, chair. She came <laughs> out in like a wheelchair, and when she turned around, it said that she's a role model, but "role" was spelled R O L L. Right. Yeah. And you know they try to do some little cutesy stuff with a bedazzled chair. Right.
1: Um, it it definitely um it definitely hit the uh, the the point with um of how good she is At being a heel, and I, I think this definitely should have started from the beginning. But you know,
2: that's how you roll into things and you just keep on moving. Yeah, now speaking of role models, I wouldn't be a role model today if I didn't tell you guys about Manscaped. Manscaped.com use the promo code EPW show to get 20% off and free delivery. Now, what could you guys get? The lawnmower. 3.0. Woo better hope there's no hairs in there. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, when you get this bad boy, you could use this to groom your family jewels. Uh, for the fellas, you know you got to be clean down there. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's the summertime. Things are gonna be hot, sweaty, sticking together. Musty. Hopefully, not sticking to your leg. <laughs> musty, <laughs> musty, crusty, and dusty, <laughs> if you will. And you need to get one of these bad boys. The Lawnmower 3.0 does wonders. And ladies, you can get one too because we don't want you feeling funky, musty, dusty, fishy, anything weird. So, ladies, feel free to get the Lawnmower 3.0 as well. They've got plenty of other products that they offer that we have brought up to you guys before. Check it out, man. They got the crop mop, the crop cleanser, the foot duster, fellas. No crusty feet, especially if you like to wear slides and sandals. Can't have that. Listen, no
1: sandals. <laughs> only slides for the men. You know you got a pair with the buckle on them. No, the I ain't got
2: the no. barbecue 11s. Listen, don't
1: act like you don't have those. Listen, I got my dad outfit. I ain't that kind of dad yet.
2: Manscape <laughs> even <laughs> has uh, refined cologne, and they have the Plow 2.0 for a close shaving experience. Go on manscape.com and find something that suits you. Manscape.com promo code EPW show. You can also use the same code EPW show if you go to powerslam.tv. Get yourself one free month of independent wrestling on your boy. We've got sponsors coming out the wazoo now. So I hope you guys are enjoying that as part of the show. Back on track here with AEW Dynamite. Um <laughs> Everybody saying work that game, sick. I don't know if I can repeat some of the stuff you say in here anymore. Uh, Chris, there was no hairs on it. Relax, relax. <laughs> uh, seriously, is that the one you use on your phones right next to Derek? <laughs> Tell him, D. Let him know. Give it a give it a sniff test. No. <laughs> No, it's a product placement, good sir. Trust me. I respectfully pass. I I, I have a box. This is all wrapped up. Trust me. (laughs) Anywho, let's get into the next match that we had. We got some AEW women's action coming up here. We had Christy Janes versus Hikaru Shida, the new AEW women's champion. Can we just say that? I think I'll speak on behalf of us. I am happy that we got the Nyla Rose pick wrong. I'm ecstatic that Sheeta got the victory here. Yes, me too. Um, I, I just hope that she
1: goes on for a long reign with the title now. Like that—that's—that's that's all I'm asking for. Because I love Sheeta. Sheeta is great.
2: Let's give her a run. <laughs> I'm just laughing. They're going on about Manscape still. Uh, Sheeta winning, I think, was a great move. I think she's been the hardest worker in the company yeah. uh, as far as who puts on the best matches consistently and who is always available, always giving people their best matches. I think it's Sheeta easily, yeah. in this division. Uh, not to discount, like, Rio. Rio has been good. Nyla Rose has been good. But in my personal opinion, Sheeta is the standout of this division. She brings out a lot. Um. And everybody, and this was a great pick to give the title to. Uh, King just said Nyla needs more ring time in his opinion, and Sheeta is a great worker. Yeah, Uh, I'm not mad at that statement at all, King. Uh, I I don't know about Nyla. I want to see more of Nyla Rose. Uh, before we. We write her off, you know what I mean? I think I think there's more to her. I want to see her in action more. I I feel like when she comes back, she's putting someone through a table, though.
1: Oh yeah, um, I definitely believe somebody is going through a table. That would be nice to see. Um, I think this should be the war path now for her to climb back towards the title. Yes, this, this should be like I'm I'm going through anybody and everybody to get my title back
2: now Chrissy James was on here Uh, I think Chrissy James worked the gimmick that she has pretty well throughout the match Mm -hmm. Um, she got caught a couple times with some hair pulling and everything else Sheeta did her thing here Falcon Arrow 1-2-3 I don't think Chrissy James did anything that was like warranting of a full time contract I don't know if she has one but she didn't do anything wrong here either. I think she's someone who I would say let's bring her back for another match on Dark, so we can see what she could do. Yeah, um, I
1: think this this was just a but. But you know what though, this this goes back to what we were saying before, or at least what I was saying. It's nice to see new talent getting
2: a shot on the main stage. Right. Uh, Chris said he's not a fan of the AEW women's division. Nothing wrong with that. Uh there's lots of other great women's divisions if you want to check them out. I would recommend Stardom Impact Wrestling. Uh find what you enjoy for that, Chris. If that's one of your favorite like divisions to watch. I would just find something else that makes you happy if this isn't working for you. Definitely. Uh Ace says Sheeta should defend the title every Wednesday night on AEW. I think that'd be a little over overkill, I guess, on that. But uh Sheeta being on TV, nothing I'm not gonna complain about that uh let's see here king says nyla can be rebuilt lost the title and now she can crush people like uh on a mike awesome run Ooh, yeah, yeah nice ecw reference there as well my friend um yeah and let's see here king said that it's a great idea that a said that she should defend the title every week i think that crushes it but that we'll get to that point later on because someone else just said the same thing i don't think you have two people doing that right uh, let us get into Sheeta won the match, like I said, Falcon era 1-2-3. Let's talk about the TNT Championship. They show highlights from Double or Nothing, uh, show how Cody defeated Lance Archer. Uh, very good moment for Cody. I'm happy that Cody became TNT Champion. I predicted Lance Archer to win. Not mad that Cody won either. Cody is one of my favorites in AEW like, personally. Uh, I think he did a really good job with the promo tonight as well.
1: Definitely. Uh, he's, he, Cody Tends to sell great promos every time he's speaking. So, with that being said, another great promo has been produced, and I think this is what fits Cody right
2: now. Cody comes out with double A. He gets all of the uh, usual pomp and circumstance that comes with his entrance, and he's being interviewed by his good friend, Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony did a good job here, even like recovering in this, so I want to give Tony his credit too in the interview. He uh, looked like he kind of got off track a little bit talking to Cody, and then he got right back on and figured out a way to uh, swerve it in, and Cody just came in and made you forget all that even happened. Right. Just like that. So we talk about some of the things here. Cody talks about being Tom Brady. First thought was, Ugh. I'm a Bills fan. Please stop with this. <laughs> we don't want to hear about New England and uh, Cody made a reference that he's probably not welcome back into Connecticut. wing face. Um, the weird thing I noticed when he was making these Tom Brady comments. Did anybody else notice on the outside? What's up with QT Marshall and Allie and this flirt and stuff? I don't know. I think QT Marshall, I'm going to speculate here. This is one of the things we were talking about in the beginning. Something I see happening.
1: Remember, mark this on the calendar because this man definitely hates speculating.
2: Shut up. <laughs> so, I'm going to speculate. <laughs> I think that Allie is using QT Marshall, and I think that she is going to uh, end up having the Butcher and Blade attack him, and this is going to lead to a few between the uh, Nightmare Naturals or the Natural Nightmares. I can't remember what their name is. Uh, I, um, I think it's the Nightmare Naturals. I th- yeah. If I'm wrong, someone yell at me. Uh... We're going to see that. I think it's their next feud is going to be between the Butcher and Blade. They're the number two tag team. It'd be, I think it would be a good way to prop up Butcher and Blade.
1: Yeah, uh, get, get them back on the right path now, now that they were able to get in the ring
2: this time. Jesus, I only missed Dark last week, and I've just noticed them like flirting a lot with each other. Am I on point with my speculation? Because I didn't see that. Um, let's see here. Cody lost like 50 cool points after that Brady stuff. This is true. Uh, Casey said, but yes, very weird between uh, Bunny and QT. Uh, The natural nightmares. There we go. Whatever. (laughs) All right. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. A little bit of nah for me. (laughs) QT, you know how it is with QT. He's just got the feel-good story. You're just like, all right, QT, you know what time it is. Right. It's time to take that out. It's that time. Uh, Let's see here. Six said, I don't like QT Marshall's graphic. looks like the Applebee's graphic. It does. Honestly,
1: now that I'm thinking about it,
2: maybe that's his favorite place to eat, guys. Let's not judge here. Cody is uh, Aaron Rodgers, not Tom Brady. Okay, all right. Everyone's correcting me on the Natural Nightmares. I respect it. Uh, What kind of what kind of name would Nightmare Naturals be? I don't know. I I don't even. We were trying to figure out who they beat in all the matches when they they're the number two team this week in the rankings he uh, <laughs> said the New England Patriots are trash. Not mad at it. Eh, eh. We'll talk off air about that. I love talking sports too, guys. Especially with this guy. <laughs> so, Cody cuts a promo talking about his mother. Uh, he talked about how Dustin got the dusty jeans and he got his jeans from his mom. Talked about the grit. The tough nature of her. She said that she like broke her ankle and she's probably standing on it right now. Uh, I really like that promo. I thought it was nice for him to bring his mother into it. I uh, thought I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, giving him a di- uh, giving him a different look. Well,
1: not him, but giving us a different inside look of what makes Cody Cody.
2: Six said, "Do y'all think Tom Brady could do a moonsault? Not anymore. <laughs> no, that's a no from you. Yeah, yeah he's done." I don't think Gronkowski can either. Man's injured all the time.
1: Well, I mean, it, it little, he's, little he's bit still, of action. He's still the twenty four seven champion. I mean, if you get a little bit of uh, a little bit of help, I think he could do it. Just gotta shoot from who? For... Mojo? Nah, nah. Just gotta <laughs> shoot for the legs when, when
2: that... <laughs> <laughs> We're done talking to you. That, that was terrible, terrible. Um, so. Back to Cody's interview. He promises to maintain a schedule and defend the TNT Championship. Am I wrong in my thinking? It sounded like he was going to say he's defending the title every week almost. That's what it sounded like to me. Or he would be on TV every week because he is the TV champion. That's how I took it. It sounded like he was doing an open challenge for every week. Six said he did not know Cody was half Cuban. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I even said the same thing. I'm like,
1: his mom is Cuban? Like, wait a minute, what? She,
2: she was known as, like, the mean lady in NXT. She just, like, had the stonewall face. Uh, I'm sure she's really a nice woman, but I think she just wrestles. She's just like, oh, okay, that's what my family does, whatever. Right, <laughs> she doesn't yeah. care. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Now, we get two back-to-back number one contenders matches coming up next, Eric. We got tag team title action for number one contenders. Kip Sabian and uh, Jimmy Havoc with Penelope Ford. Wink face versus SCU Kaz and Daniel or I'm sorry, Kaz and Sky for the team this time. No Daniels, which suspect by absence. I don't think he was out there, but maybe he was preparing for the battle royal. Probably. We'll let that we'll let that rock. Um, so everybody's probably wondering, wait a minute. I thought the best friends were the number one contenders. They are, but they have secured their title date. For Fighter Fest, whenever that's going to be. Right. And that's when they're going to get their tag team title shot. For now, they need some number one contenders for next week because Paige and Omega haven't defended the titles. So, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc versus SCU, former tag team champs. This was a interesting back-and-forth match. It was. Uh, it was. Things got a little rough at times, but SCU put things back on track, I felt. Yeah, they, um... It's it's always nice to have a veteran team,
1: kind of get you back in the swing of things when things fall off the rails a little bit. So having them do that definitely uh, saved it from being like a like a botched match. Mm. And I wouldn't even say it was botched. It, you know, it just got sloppy at times. But this I don't, I don't this saves it, it from bad.
2: saying that it, that it was a bad match. I don't think it was too bad. I thought they did okay. The only spot that I saw that looked a little wonky was, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. There were two things. The throw out in the beginning with Scorpio Sky, yeah. where Scorpio Sky just threw himself out the ring. Pretty much. And then the yeah. other one was the uh, leg drop with Kaz and Kip Sabian. Yeah. Like, that yeah. just looked awkward. He was like, just put yourself through and now I'll leg drop you. But they recovered from all of this nicely. Uh, The finish of the match is SCU gets the hot tag, Kaz tags in Scorpio Sky, he puts in the work, and then when they start to set up the SCU later, Penelope Ford comes in and grabs Kaz's leg, which ends up distracting him, they get rid of Kaz as the problem, and Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian hit a Minchinuku driver drop kick to the back of the head, uh, like double team maneuver, and one, two, three shockingly kip sabian and jimmy havoc have won and they are getting a tag team title match next week what did you what do you think of this team of kip sabian jimmy havoc does this work for you or is this kind of a, a weird team uh it's a weird team but it does
1: work for me um just just by the way that they you know uh, communicate with each other uh Collusion, or no, not collusion, uh, cohorts or whatever, however, you want to say it.
2: What's up? You bust out vocabulary words, today? Uh, just saying, bro. All right, just saying. I'm, listen, I don't want to hear this every week from you, like all these <laughs> fancy ass words. Listen,
1: I'm just saying, but no, I, I do like this tag team. I think this, um, it's an unlikely
2: tag team, but it works, but it works. Yeah, I feel the same way, like it's just odd. Like when Jimmy Havoc at double or nothing had the uh, white suit with like the blood stains on it. It was cool like it, something just felt right about all of that with them yeah you know what and i
1: would kind of go with a an attire change for who for jimmy Havoc. so you, I, I think he looks better in the suit and then wrestling oh you can't he can't wrestle in the no suit. i i know I'm, I'm just saying like if he could if he could I, I would prefer or a or he like could
2: have this. a he could have like a white attire with the state. I don't know. They could do a lot of different things with them. This team is so opposite though that they have to show why they have the synergy that they do. Now, uh, let me go back to this because uh, King K D I had a pretty cool name for him. He said that he calls him Flash and Bash with the lovely Penelope Ford. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Casey says that S C U also had a moment during the ladder match when Kaz. Uh, Thought Sky hit him with the chair. Now they lose the Kip and Havoc. Could this be the end of SCU, Casey speculating? No.
1: It can't be. <laughs> if it ain't the end of... End of, uh... Payman Adam Page. It ain't the end of SCU. I don't want to hear it. That's going to happen first. I don't know, bro. Nah. That's going to happen
2: first. I don't want to hear it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Ace asks, who do you think, uh... Wait, what do y'all think that does to uh BME uh wait a minute. Who do y'all think that does the B oh, best moonsaw ever. Sorry, when you when I saw BME I was thinking I thought maybe you meant to write BTE. Uh who do who do we think does the best moonsaw ever? He gave us the names Eoshirai, Christopher Daniels, or Cody. Oh, I was gonna say Billy Kidman. Billy Kitman, no. <laughs> that's the shooting star press. <laughs> Hell no.
1: Um honestly?
2: Um <laughs> Casey said Derek's thesaurus was finally delivered by Amazon. I see. <laughs> um I don't know, dude. That that's tough because EO's is definitely good. I love EO's. I gotta go Daniels though. Daniels looks like a thing of beauty still. I saw him on Dark last uh, you know yeah. last night and he just Hit a perfect moonsault.
1: I I I will give it to Daniels because for him, for him at his age to hop up on the sec, second rope, then jump to do the moonsault off the third rope is a is a
2: is a thing of beauty. Shout out to King KDI. He talked about uh, Daniels has always had the BME whether he was hot and spicy. Curry man do 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 Love Daniels as that gimmick, or the Fallen Angel. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Daniels uh, for that one, just for argument's sake, for right now. Yeah. Uh, but Io could steal it from him because has hit some great moonsaults. Perfect. No disrespect to Cody, but he get the Kurt Angle one gives me the heebie-jeebies, bro. I always think you're gonna break somebody's arm. It's like a ton of bricks when they when they go. When they, It's their legs that just, like, smash down. And it's not that I think Cody's isn't pretty. Cody hits a pretty moonsault as well. It's just scary to me. I don't know. The way he does it is scary. It is scary. Um, let's see here. Six says, I honestly don't care if SCU splits up. Scorpio Sky needs a solo run. But also, the tag team division is about to uh, blow up in AEW. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe... Listen, Daniels is getting older, too. How long is Daniels going to stick around doing this? And at the same token, Kaz is no spring chicken either. Maybe he wants a singles run, too. SCU, we could see something happen here. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna take the wait-and-see approach with that. Too many avenues. Uh, let's get to MJF's promo. You like this. Derek liked this one. So I'm interested to hear what the chat thought about this. MJF's talking about the TNT uh, Battle Royal... He's being his usual uh, jerkish self, and he brought up the fact that tonight the game plan is when it's down to him and Wardlow, the big man knows to go over the top rope for him, and he said, what? And he was like, I'm just kidding, big man. You should have seen your face. And could this be the end for Wardlow and MJF?
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think that started, uh, I want to say it started a couple weeks ago where it seemed like Wardlow was kind of in his own little world, like when it came to him and um, Luchasaurus. Like he was trying, like MJF would yell at him to like get his attention, and Wardlow was just kind of like, "I'm focused on this right now. Leave mm. me alone." Like even though you didn't see that, you still saw him focusing on Luchasaurus
2: while MJF is calling him. This this could lead to some big things though for. Uh... For both. I don't know, man. But Beginning of the end. Things are going to get interesting. Uh, Crystal Zuba said MJF just delivers. Casey is in the chat saying Wardlow and MJF splitting up. Wardlow is going to whoop MJF. I will agree with that. I like it. I still think that there's still enough time, though, for us to get some matches that I want to see first before they have Wardlow. I assume Wardlow is going to be the baby face in this.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's... Whether, whether he choose
2: to... Have that, or, you know, choose to accept that or not. King says MJF will tease that split. It's been coming, but MJF needs uh mic time every week. He does, but I think you got to keep him special. Less is more, in my opinion. With yes. Um, can't have him showing up all the time,
1: and it just kind of ruins things.
2: Yeah. Now, we get to the TNT Battle Royal. The winner will be the first contender to challenge Cody for the TNT Television Championship, if that's what... It, I guess we'll call it the Television Championship. The yeah. TNT Championship. It's not technically... Television's not in there, so... TNT Championship Battle Royal. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out, and you brought this up earlier. He had walked by during the Inner Circle during a promo with uh, Alex Marvez and his... Uh, what do you call him? Shut your ass, Marvez. Yeah, something. Something like that He said something about his head too Like being big But Yeah I think he called him Fathead or something like that (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why But anybody making fun of him Money in my book He just reminds me of the coach I'm just like Oh my gosh This guy Uh, Again Not as bad as the coach But Yeah And you know what He's got like the voice to do the job So this is no shout at Alex Marvez He has done nothing wrong It's just some people You just look at him And you're like Oh they gotta pick on this dude (laughs) They gotta As heels you gotta do something and they did their job with this. Uh oh. Casey said Warlow's going to be the first to beat him in singles, question mark? Yes. Ooh. I will agree with that too. I will agree with that. Yeah. So, Orange Cassidy gets attacked by uh, Proud and Powerful. <laughs> I wrote Power Slam. <laughs> proud and Powerful. They beat him down with the, uh, what do we want to call it? <laughs> the socks? The, the slapjacks? Something like that. They beat him down. Uh, Orange Cassidy ends up taking the bump. Gets gets a bad beat down from them. And uh, in this match, I, I'm trying to remember some of the brutal spots. We had Luther eat a chokeslam from Luchasaurus on the apron. Ooh. Damn. Like, Luther, I would not want to take that bump. Ugh. That was bad. Yeah. That, that would have
1: been something like, all right, uh, you can do this, but kind of ease me down a little bit.
2: <laughs> nah, Luther's from those death matches, bro. He probably said, just do it. <laughs> just you alright Luther? Yeah, I'm good. Sonny Kiss took a bad spill too. Yeah, so
1: Sonny Kiss definitely missed um she mi- he missed Yes. He missed everything. Basically, like when he got tossed over the over the ropes, it was just kinda like ooh, like tossing a, a bag of potatoes over and not touching a
2: thing. Do you think uh, that bump is part of the reason why we haven't seen Sonny kiss on television as much? Probably. I would say so. What Was it more so on Sonny or was it on the person who uh, tossed him over? More so on... Actually, like, neither. Honestly. Sonny sold it.
1: He sold it, but it was just like... Uh, well, actually, I guess you could put it on Sunny because Sonny, Sonny could have easily been like, All right. You you can let you can
2: throw me over, but let me hold on to the ropes. I think that Sonny Sunny Kiss has had the opportunity to be in several tag teams. I know that they have Sonny Kiss teaming with like Joey Janela as part of like the New Jersey connection or whatever. Mm-hmm. They tried to put that together. I felt Sonny Kiss's best tag team partner could have been uh Billy Gunn. Yes. Uh, Billy Gunn was in this too. Billy Gunn is a beast, bro. I don't know how many times I have to say this in every Battle Royal. This dude is huge. Like he's six foot five to six foot seven. The dude is just a standout compared to everybody else. Uh, just as far as his height goes, and Billy Gunn, for however old he is, the dude's in great shape. Yes, uh, he basically deadlifted uh, Cole Cabana, so. Yeah, man. That was a shocking, uh, like, elimination, too. You never thought that Billy would be the one to eliminate Colt.
1: Yeah, no, I I was actually looking for, honestly, to it, coming down to Colt, MJF,
2: and Jungle Boy. Uh, King says, Sonny works dark a lot, but I wish Sonny gets more training. I think Sonny goes to the nightmare school, I believe, with QT Marshall. I don't know if that's true. I've heard a rumor that Sonny goes to uh the Nightmare Factory to help train, you know, get better. Right. It, uh, it would be nice if um It Sunny does get dark time, like on yeah. uh AW Dark. That's that's true.
1: I, I, I think I think it would be nice to see Sonny get a little bit more burn, maybe a couple wins under the belt.
2: Right. Uh let's see. Six at Billy Gun ain't never had a bad day in the gym from the looks of it. You got that right, bro. I don't know. I mean, remember that story where wasn't there a story back in? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not we're not gonna get yeah. into that. I know what story you're already talking about. Yeah, chill, yeah. chill on that. <laughs> um, so we get down to the last four people in this. It comes down to Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, MJF, and Wardlow. Uh, at one point in the match, MJF pulls out the uh, dynamite diamond ring. He goes to nail a punch on. What who was it? Orange it was on. It was on um... Orange, right? Orange, yeah. Orange Cassidy ducks and he hits Wardlow in the face. Uh, there's a big apology. Jungle Boy then eliminates MJF over the top rope. Mm-hmm. Wardlow then gets eliminated after by uh, Orange and Jungle Boy together. Yep, yep, yep. And then it's down to these two. Derek, who did you think was winning this once you got to this point? I was hoping for Orange,
1: honestly, but Orange isn't there. For that that kind of match, um, Orange can definitely. I think Orange can definitely go with Cody. I think I think it's just an issue of Orange hasn't really. I
2: I feel like they use him as a reserve too. Though, like they use him to get beat up to get heat. Yeah. Because of uh, how his character is. Yeah. But in the end, it winds up being Jungle Boy who hits a hurricanrana over the top rope and hangs on to get the victory over Orange Cassidy. Jungle Boy, Cody, next week. That is going to be a dope match. I'm looking forward to this. I I think um, I don't know. Do you think
1: there will be moments where Jungle Boy threatens Cody? Absolutely. Okay. So then I, I in my opinion, I feel like this is going to be a great matchup because you here you have someone who can fly, got good speed. Cody's not there like he used to be, but he's got the the uh, tactician.
2: I think Cody's the storyteller. Cody wants yes. to tell a story in the ring. He doesn't care about being uh, Mr. High Flyer, Mr. Technical Wrestling. Cody wants to tell like that story that gets the emotion out of people. Right, exactly. Now, Jungle Boy versus Cody is going to be a good match. I want to give props to JR too. Jim Ross had a really, really good call for Jungle Boy when he won this. Like I thought he did a good job just like Jungle Boy has won it. Jungle Boy has won it. Uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry Casey wrote. Yeah, yeah, that's that's who it is. Um, so next week TV title match Jungle Boy versus Cody. We also find out that Le Champion Chris Jericho will be in action next week. Haven't seen him wrestle since uh the whole Pineapple Pete, and he's really been quiet for the most part. He has been. Um, and it's probably for good reason. I would say. And last but not least, AEW tag title match. Omega and Paige are going to be teaming up to take on Kip Sabia and Jimmy Havoc for the tag titles. Honestly, surprisingly, I think that's going to be a good match. I I have no doubt in my mind that it'll be a good match. I just wonder what the story's going to be. Do they continue with Paige and Omega and this whole weirdness? I say no because they haven't done anything to build each other up for this match. Yeah, but Hangman's still been walking away, though, from things. Like, hey, where are you going? Going back to the hotel. True. Eh, I'm out of this. True. Um, yeah, I guess you can't really dispute that. But uh, Let's see here. Casey said, Cody is great at letting young guys shine in matches. This is a fact. He is. He is definitely great at doing that. Uh, let's talk pep rally. Pep rally was the main event for tonight. Obviously, Mike Tyson was supposed to appear. He's going to appear here uh vicky guerrero is mic'd up for the intros vicky yelling nails on a chalkboard great heat though uh vicky did a good job uh derek's favorite part in this was probably the uh printing t-shirt error <laughs> they said they had shirts for everybody in the crowd and uh you could tell them what the shirts were derek the uh the specialty in those <sighs> Reminding you of a Super Bowl loser shirt that you would see in a third world country or something I can't The uh the printing on the shirt said that The inner circle won the stadium stampede and they were just handing them out to everybody (laughs) Like they were like they were the greatest things ever. Oh my god Just 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 the fact that uh
1: the way that Chris Jericho was acting when they were throwing everything out and all that kind of stuff, it was just like, it was it was
2: gold. It was definitely gold. Yo, freaking hilarious, dude. Uh, Sammy Guevara gives out participation trophies. What? Spanish God. This dude. <laughs> gives out participation trophies. What the hell? And then Chris Jericho said, what did he say, world's best dad jokes or something? He was <laughs> yeah. like, ah, it's a pandemic, man. You can't get everything right now. <laughs> Um, uh, the the New Yorkian gifts from uh P and P, they come out and they they have chopped cheese. This made me think of Kevin so bad, sick. I hope you're in the chat so you can hear this. It made me think of my boy Kevin from New York City because he's always talking about chopped cheeses. Uh, they definitely always clown people from New York talking about the Timbs. Jake Hager gets a <laughs> pair of Timbs, and they're actually not Timbs at all. Like, the moment any person who wears Timbs do it, I was like, those aren't Timbs. Those look like lugs. <laughs> like, what are these? I was waiting for Funkmaster Flex to come out and promote these, dude.
1: Oh, my God. The, the, let's just put it like this. I mean, there's still more to talk about, but this is a great segment by The Inner Circle. You know, they've had great segments since
2: day one. Chris Jericho gets a picture of Mark Anthony. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? These guys are fools. Uh, then we see the Hit Me Up Mobile. Cause, uh, and you know what? They had a double beating to me. Like, I thought about him getting hit with that golf cart again and uh, running from Hangman Page and the horse. But they get him up the Hit Me Up Mobile. Uh, Ortiz can now hear... Uh, because he gets the, the headphones because he oh, was in yeah, there when yeah, the yeah, bell yeah, got yeah, rang yeah. on him. Uh-huh. Ah, he's walking... Dude, this was just foolishness. And it's there's only five minutes left in the show while this is all happened. I'm like, how are they going to finish this segment? And uh, Hager reads a, a poem and, dude, <laughs> Liam... What does it say? Liam Neeson is happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rob. Rob took these notes for us at the end here. Uh... Tyson ends up coming out, and Tyson had uh, Victor Belfort and Rashad Evans. With a shout out to Rashad Evans, Niagara Falls, New York. Whoop whoop. Uh, so Tyson <laughs> Jericho is basically pissed at Tyson for something that happened in 2010. I think this was during the uh, DX versus Jericho.
1: Yeah.
2: You know your boy the Big Show. No. Go ahead, you can hit it one time. Come on, hit it, hit it for hit it for the mic. Not too loud, but come on, one time I can't. Well, it's the Big Show. Derek's favorite music when it comes on. I, I despise the Big Show, <laughs> <laughs> but he did nothing wrong. He's done it, everything wrong. You're you're a hater, bro. <laughs> big Show's great. It, it's it's just for that moment, just so I can laugh to see you just look miserable. Uh, Jericho says he wants Tyson for what happened back on, it was Monday Night Raw they were referring to, uh, when Thank Tyson... You. 2010? Ten, 10 years ago, we're yeah. talking about. And uh, he said that he wants Tyson's head on a platter, which is how this all started. Yes. Tyson comes out with Victor Belfort, Rashad Evans, the uh, bare-knuckle crew, and he told Jericho, you a thucker," <laughs> And after he tells him that, There's some pushing, shoving. Tyson was like ripping off his shirt, flexing in his face. Uh, Jericho saved this, and they got into a shoving match, and they recreated the Tyson and Austin feel when it came to it. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny to see all this stuff uh, come to fruition and just happening. Like, all right, well, we did this in WWE, but we're gonna bring this over here now too. You know, so it's like. It was, it was nice to see, because you, you you relive your childhood days from all that kind of stuff back in the day. So
2: I like that. Uh, Nelson comes out of the uh, the shell here and says, come on, Derek, that one I disagree with you. I, I think you talking about Big Show. Uh, Casey has listed everybody who was in there. He asked, who was the old guy with the eye paint? I wasn't too sure, Casey. I tried to, like, capture everybody, but I was also trying to pay attention to what was going on while uh taking care of some other things too so a lot of things were happening here but we get a pull apart with all of this with uh the whole roster coming out it looks like we're gonna get a tyson and jericho match are you i i saw a sick what sick wrote too no just the i, <laughs> I don't want to uh repeat it i said it once you gonna do this but you're gonna do big show <laughs> yeah Disrespect. You will sucker, man. You a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Tyson, and Jericho. I, I'm I'd be interested to see it on a dynamite. I would. Yeah. I would, let it rock. Let yeah. it rock, man. Um, hopefully this builds up some interest and intrigue. I think next week we got another great show lined up. I'm loving it, man.
1: Yeah. Um we're we're on a strong, strong roll from AEW. Now, I mean there are people who will respectfully will disagree. Chris Zuba just said he didn't care for tonight's ending. And, like and there you go. I respect that. I respect that. Maybe, maybe this didn't strike a chord for Chris, which is understandable. This may not strike a chord for other people too. Yeah, and PR
2: definitely disagreed with you about Big Show. Yeah. <laughs> but, but before we uh, get ready to wrap this up, guys, we're going to do our usual, was AW Dynamite, was it a thumbs up or a thumbs down for you tonight? Uh, Rocky, or I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I read what Rob said too fast. Uh, it'll be an exhibition like Thunder Lips and Rocky 3. Terrible. Brother, brother, brother. Uh, let's see here. Jesus said it was a great episode tonight in his opinion. Uh, and if you guys haven't noticed too, afterwards I've been trying to go back and putting up iCards so that you guys can leave the thumbs up, thumbs down in it. Uh, so if anybody watches this after the live show and you're getting to it like a day or two later... Feel free to leave that in the iCard. Thumbs up, thumbs down, what you thought of the show. Uh, Tyson is not going to say that. Looks like he basically will say he's going to beat down Jericho. A little revision there. Uh, Okay. Chris Zuba said thumbs up. Uh, Jesus has a comment for his comment. Uh, (laughs) Casey said, well, it was a great show. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up for Hager's uh promo. They love that poem he did. Yeah, that was a good poem. Jake Hager has personality. I don't some people don't like him and aren't a fan of him. I've always thought this dude was money. I think he, I think he's great. I just he's not the greatest talker, but that's fine. But in this role that he's in, like he's the muscle, the heavy, he's doing great. It fits. It fits. And he he's not trying to be funny.
1: At times, you know, like what, what he says can turn out to be funny. It's just how
2: he delivers it. Jesus said, please don't have Tyson versus Jericho. We'll see. We're going to see how it works out. Maybe this was a test to see uh, how they would work together. But I think it's built up enough intrigue. I- I'll watch it if it's on a dynamite. I don't want to see this for a pay-per-view match. Yeah. No. Maybe maybe at Fighter Fest I'd be okay with it. But I don't want to see that all out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, um, yeah, I'm down for that. Tyson, Jericho, that'd be dope. It would be. It
1: would be. It'd give you back the uh, the old reminiscing
2: uh, locked away archives footage. Act. Yeah. Yeah, and you could always have, uh, you're going to get some good media attention out of this. Oh, Mike Tyson was doing all these great uh, build ups to possibly boxing Evander Holyfield. He's going to wrestle Chris Jericho in a match. You get some good things. Ace gave it a thumbs up as well. Guys, that's all we got for tonight's show. Uh, like I said, do me a favor. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that like button for me. And if you guys enjoy the content, tell a friend, man. More the merrier. We're looking for more subscribers right now. Uh, if you see any sponsorship deals, they're saying, what podcast do you love? If you're on Twitter, put in EPW Show. You guys see all of the stuff down below. Show us some love, man. Uh, get some merch. Check out the link tree. I can't thank you guys enough for helping me get to uh, a partnership and monetization with YouTube. You guys are truly something else, and I appreciate that. And I know every week we go back and forth in the comments. Sometimes we don't agree. Sometimes we disagree. That's the purpose of this. Uh, It's for fan feedback, fan forum. So I appreciate you guys coming on here to talk. Other than that, Derek, do we have any parting words for them? Uh. No. No? We're just going to leave it at a a simple deuces? Peace. Peace. PWX over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only 5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything pro wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find All You Need to Know.
1: Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash
2: groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. Wrestling. They can never be you listen to
0: the podcast for the people the best show that's here So listen in let the knowledge begin the opinions the lesson. Yes By the fans. Uh-huh. For the fans for the fans Not many in this can understand uh-huh. the Fans, uh. for the fans, uh. not many whose here can understand uh. everything. Pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Every day, pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. <laughs>